previously on Live at 605. What are we doing for dinner? What am I going to do next week? Who's coming over? I got to see this person. I haven't seen that. I just picture like there are no rests in there. I don't know what they're saying, but there's a lot of voices going crazy. Damn, dog. I get some chips later tonight. That that would be my guess. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live from an almost summer sunny podcast episode of Live at 605. Ooh. We are back with episode six of season eight, I believe. I think so. I think it's episode 86 or 87 altogether. Bam. And yeah, it's been another crazy week of shenanigans <laughs> and parties and family events and, and hockey, games. hockey games and all, all kinds of craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, run-ins with stupid people. I got into an argument with someone. <laughs> doesn't happen too often. I know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's starting to feel like summer. Like, the last... Every day I've walked home this week, I've had to shower because I'm just, like, filthy sweaty. <laughs> I think the craziest part is is because we don't have laundry in our actual apartment. I get so nervous when this kind of weather happens because we change our clothes almost, like, three times a day depending on if we're going out. Exactly. So now it's just, like, we're just going to wear everything we own. Yeah, so look out, laundry people. We're going to be downstairs <laughs> doing that. Uh, so we'll get to everything we got to talk about this week. Yeah. But we might as well let everyone get find out how to get in contact mm-hmm. with us, which is always a, a thing we do first off. Did you have any new followers this week? Not on uh, Instagram, no. But I got <laughs> I got like five or six new Twitter followers. Oh. So up to about four oh seven. My goal is to hit six oh five Twitter <laughs> followers, and then I'll quit Twitter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you won't. Uh, no, I won't quit Twitter. But uh, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. I'm at Malencamp. And uh, I posted a good picture of you the other day playing catch. Oh, yeah. The first catch of the year. I got like four likes on it. Meanwhile, you post like a blurry picture at three in the morning. You get like <laughs> 67 that likes. That was the worst pic collage I've ever made. Right? I know. You always like, you're always like, oh, your pictures are like, aren't meaningful, this or that. Yeah. And then it's like yours is just like three blurry pictures. <laughs> Meanwhile, mine, I have a witty comment. I framed it really well. I have, I'll have. i post it on, on the Facebook page because maybe I'll get more than three likes on the Facebook page. If you page. want to see John's blurry picture, follow him on Twitter. No, it's or your blurry if you, picture. If you want to see John's good picture, You're... follow him on Twitter. But if you want to see my blurry pic collage on Instagram and or Twitter, uh, you can follow me at ValGomez23. And thank you to the other <laughs> listeners who added me to Instagram. You got more Instagram followers? Yeah. What do you got, like 200 almost? I have no idea. (laughs) Are you just too cool to know these things? Too cool to know these things. I think I've mentioned this to you before. I don't even know if we've ever said this on the podcast. I have actually, besides adding you to Facebook, have never added one person to Facebook. Instagram, it's only celebrities, right? (laughs) You're only friends with celebrities. Only celebrities. Eric Carlson and the Kardashians, right? And then on Twitter, I don't think I've added anybody to Twitter. I feel like there's a lot of holes in this story. How do you figure? uh, Okay, hold on. I just said I add celebrities. No, hold on. Okay, so you said, I I get that on Instagram you only add celebrities. Oh, but like Twitter I had like media groups and Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. The very first thing you said was, aside from me, you've never added anyone to Facebook. And I'm trying to figure out how many friends you have on Facebook. No, no, no. But like I don't add them. Like I don't go seek people out. People seek me out. They seek you. <laughs> I think you have like 400 Facebook friends. Yeah. And 399 of them added you. Yeah. We have, 
And hold on. I always like to do this. I like to see how many mutual friends we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you and I... Sorry, we're just stat whores today. You always call me a stat whore. No, I'm not. We have, we have over 100 f- mutual Facebook friends. You know what's funny? If we ever did a Facebook cleaning frenzy, I guarantee you we could probably annihilate half of that list. Oh, yeah. Facebook. I always, like... I... I like years, a couple years ago, I did a big like Facebook deleting purge. purge type of thing. Mm-hmm. And that was before we had the podcast. I was like, "Fuck! I should have kept them should've all because I could have added them. I could have had a few more downloads and followers." <laughs> but uh, no, thanks to everyone who's been downloading this season. It's been going really well. Mm-hmm. I do want to apologize. The last couple weeks, we put out the podcast like a day late. I know. I always get upset because I say to John, "I'm like, oh, how many downloads did we have?" Because I always keep like the analytics behind it and i always hate the fact that we do miss a day when we don't put it out right for tuesday morning yeah we usually put it out monday at midnight which is ready for like tuesday when you wake up but the last few mondays we've been busy and out yeah so we haven't been able to do them so we put them out tuesday at midnight yeah so this week we'll be back at the regular scheduled time i hope um we've switched jam nights from wednesdays to mondays now Uh which is also podcast night so hopefully here's hoping that mondays just don't become increasing Long. We'll so, figure that we'll out. Figure I'm, I'm, it maybe out. I'll start taking vacation days or something <laughs> like that. We'll, uh, we might have to both do that. Uh, so you have a pretty epic sponsor for this week, though. I do. But first, I got we got to throw up facebook.com oh, slash live605. No, I only told him to go there. Oh, uh, okay. Do that. And then if I was on iTunes, what do you think I should do on Please iTunes? Please leave us a comment on iTunes on the nose. Oh, news. News. Uh, if you leave a message on the iTunes under our picture, it actually keeps us in the news and noteworthy, which is amazing. So, yeah, comments, suggestions, any kind of, like, remark will take anything. Definitely. You can call us stupid or nice, whatever. I just, you know, as long as <laughs> Trendy. Trendy, yeah. Uh, but you are correct. I do have a interesting sponsor this le- week, so let's get into the sponsorship. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> I'm a very mild manner person, as you can tell by my monotone drawl <laughs> that I, I speak. I don't, I don't get excited. I feel like I just, I was gonna say I have no emotions, but yes, John has no emotions. I, I am a robot, <laughs> so it's very rare that I get into like a heated argument with someone, or not even a heated, but just no. like I get upset. Like I can just usually take it all in and be like, okay, whatever, I'll deal yeah. with this later. There's very few instances. There's stories such as. Fat fuck from a few seasons ago. <gasps> There's stories of people who tie their dog to doors of the sub of Subway. Yeah. But today, without a doubt, I can 100% prove why Subway is better than Mr. Sub. Okay. I'm, this is an entertaining story, though. This is an entertaining story, but I do feel like this was a one-off experience. Um, possibly. And I did feel bad afterwards. I usually okay. feel bad when I get angry at people. Yeah. So, this was what, Saturday? Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. We'll get to all that stuff. You and I had uh, fun in the sun, hung yeah. outside, did some stuff we'll talk about later on. And we got hungry, as most people do, mm-hmm. and we were deciding what to do for lunch. Yeah. You, I think I made I made a very good breakfast that you morning. You did make a very good pancake breakfast. You made a very good bacon and eggs breakfast the following morning. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, let's get some, you're like, let's get some subs for lunch. I was mm-hmm. like, definitely. And I did say you can go wherever. I was baking... So, fast forward in, like, two weeks, although Palooza usually lasts a month, it's John's 30th birthday. No, it's not. So, I was baking John and my dad, because it was his birthday today. It's also your dad's 30th birthday. (laughs) 
It's all very complicated. Um, but it's both of their birthdays. We celebrate them the same day. So I was baking a cake. So I couldn't leave the apartment because the, the cake was in the oven. So I told you if you're going to get a subs, you can go to Subway or Mr. Sub. You did say that, but I was like, I know you like to mess around with the, with the Mr. Sub every once in a while. the bread doesn't smell. You don't like the Subway smell of the bread, do you? It's so disgusting. And sometimes it's so stale. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that doesn't bother you. Does that's it? why I, there's th- at any given day there's three subways I can go to at lunch during work. Mm-hmm. There's three of them because some of them are have you better. Li- are you saying this so you can list them? No, there's. Oh, okay. I, I don't want people. I've listed them before, but there's okay. three within like a ten minute walk radius that I go to. Okay. Some have better bread. Some have better cookies. Some have better service. Doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, I go to this Mister Sub. And it's the first sunny day. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. I told you, I'm like, I feel weird being in shorts right now. It does. It's very. It's a hard adjustment after such a bitter cold winter. Yeah. So I walk to the Mister Sub. Go in there, and, and there's no one in there, and even the lady. Uh, is like, isn't at the counter, like, there's no one at the counter, so I had to wait a couple minutes for her to come out, I'm okay. just, like, chilling, and I didn't want her to feel bad that I was waiting there, so I pretended like I was trying to figure out what I wanted on the board, so I'm kind of, like, looking at but the board. But there's, like, a bell that goes off when you enter it, isn't there? There is, but the, the day was so nice, the door's already open, uh, so there was no bell, and I'm not one of those guys who, like, hoot and holler, like, come on out here, like, I'm here. Like a southern bell? Yeah. What? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Child, are you gonna take me to Cotillion tonight, sir? Mm. I'm gonna give you a handy you if you count your cards why right. Why do you sound like a burlesque dancer? I'll show you my biddies. Anyway, stop coin. saying biddies. Better than titties. So I, so. she comes out. <laughs> she comes out, and I pretend like I'm trying to figure out what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting two subs. Now, anytime. I order more than one sub. I'm going to be very nice to the the subway artist, the sub artist, and like give them the sub artist. That's what they're called. So okay. Because a lot of people might just go like, all right, like rush their order. Mm-hmm. This is my exact order. She came up and said, "What can I get for you?" Now, when I go to subway, they call me sir. She just yeah. said, "What can I get for you?" I said, "I'm going to get two subs today. First one, roast beef and bacon on footlong white bread." Okay. She's like, okay. And then she's going to get the bread. She's like, what's the second one? I said, the sec- what's the bread for the second order? I said, Mediterranean Greek. rosemary. Re- Mediterranean Greek. <laughs> she's like, all right. She gets them out. And then she puts the bacon in the microwave or whatever. And then she gets my roast beef and puts it on my white bread. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with the Mediterranean, she, ser- she then she takes the cheese out. Okay. And she puts it on my roast beef. I'm like, no, I don't want cheese on there. I'm like, I want cheese on the Mediterranean. And she's like, excuse me? I was like, I, I... That's not... Yeah. And so she's like, excuse me. I'm like, I want cheese on the Mediterranean one. She didn't ask me what that sub was yet. Okay. So she puts it on, and then she's like, okay, what do you want on the other one? And I said, just lettuce, salt, and pepper. And she looks at me, and she's like... And she looks at me, and she kind of gives me a weird stare, and she starts to put, like, tomatoes on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want tomatoes. I'm like, I just want lettuce, salt, and pepper. She's like, no, you told me you wanted a BLT. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> She's like, you said I wanted a BLT, you wanted a BLT. Now, as this is happening, uh, there's this old gentleman who's scooting down the street in, like, a scooter. And he's, like, scooting down. It's almost one of those things where he scooted by Mr. Sub and then, like, reversed it. Comes back into frame. And I see him, like, taking ten minutes to get out of his scooter. Put his, like, old man hat on. Can we replay this clip to see how many times you said scooter no. or scoot? You used it as a noun and a verb. That's like, the best way. <laughs> I said scooter twice. No, you did not. <laughs> anyway, keep going. So he takes 10 minutes to get off his scooter. I said that on purpose. <laughs> As he's scooting in. <laughs> As he's scooting in. 
I did use it as a verb and a noun. You're correct. <laughs> How else you could describe Scoot and he was shooting down the street on his rocket mobile? He was riding <laughs> his Try, scooter. <laughs> trying to catch him riding dirty, too. <laughs> Keep going. So he scoots his way back <laughs> and he gets out and he's like, comes in and he waddles his fat ass in because he's like an older, he's an old guy, whatever. He's not listening to this. He doesn't yeah. know who I am. I don't know who he is. I love that I have no part in this really politically incorrect story. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> From the girl who used to, whose favorite Borat sentence we won't even get into. Exactly. So, <laughs> so as he comes comes in, that's when she's like, "You said you wanted a BLT." I said, "No, I didn't." She said, "She's like, yes, you did. You said you wanted a BLT." And I was like, "Well, I don't want a BLT." How and, is she even fighting with you? Isn't this like customers always right? Yeah, and, and so freaking BLT sounds nothing like meatball or no. roast beef. So she takes the roast beef mm-hmm. off my sandwich, mm-hmm. throws it away, takes your Mediterranean bun, throws that away. <laughs> Why? And, and then she's like, so what's the second sub? I said meatball on Mediterranean. Dude, she did not pick up my old meat Mediterranean. No, no, she got okay. more, like, she got your bread out again. She put that on. Yeah. And then I was like, that also has cheese, please. And then she's <laughs> like, do you want it toasted? I was like, yeah. And then she's, she's like, okay, what do you want on it? It's like, nothing, that's it. She's like, uh, okay. And then she goes over to my sub, takes the bacon out. Puts it on the bread that has just lettuce and bacon. She starts wrap it up. I was like, Why would you it. just want a bacon sandwich? And I was like, I <laughs> wanted roast beef on that. And then she snaps at me. She's like, You're confusing me. You've been confusing me the whole time. I'm, and what that, a bag. And when she said that, I kind of got into it. I'm like, I don't know. How, I said something like, No, I'm not. I told you from the start what I wanted very clearly. Yeah. And as we were like getting into it, that's when like the old guy waddled out and Aww. jumped back on his scooter and shot <laughs> out of there. That should be an indication. Like, I always go in there and I have the best of luck. I yeah, We got the one guy who, like, is like, I'm a doctor on Subway or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so she's just like, you've been confusing me. I'm like, I don't know how I could be any more yeah. clear. And she's like, oh. And she's like, okay, I'll get you roast beef. And I just kind of went, like, exhaled really loud. Like, oh. uh. And so this whole thing and, the whole, and all this is happening. I'm like, I have a habit of whenever I'm doing, like, in a customer service, like a Subway or a McDonald's, whatever it is, I'm always very polite and I say thank you, like, like what do you, you have manners? Yeah. What do you want? Can I get roast beef and bacon, please? I always say please and thank you yeah. after everything. I would you. What do you want in your sub? Just lettuce, please. And I'm yeah. like I'm not. I was like okay. I'm gonna make a habit when she takes me to the cash. Be like whatever. I'm like I'm yeah. not gonna say thank you or please. Yeah. And the first thing she's like, how are you paying? I'm like debit, please. I'm like damn it. Don't say please. And then she's like, I did that, and even that was awkward because she's like, oh, is your card a tap? She's like, give me your card. And I was like, oh. she's like, is it a tap or an insert? I'm like, insert. Yeah. Let me do. It. I know how to. So you're never it. gonna go there again. I can't. And then, and then she's like, okay, thank you. And I did not say thank you. I stormed out of there, all like huffing and puffing. What a bitch. So, but then I instantly felt bad because I always. Why? I don't know. I would feel bad when I'm like, course. <laughs> I don't think so. I like to be fair. You never get angry. No. I feel like I am the one with the more of the temper. Yeah. In this <laughs> relationship, but like that is absurd. None of those things sound the same, and I know you and the way you order. So yeah. it's just like no. And I'm very slow. I'm like I'm gonna make sure you take the. I'm like I'm gonna let you know two subs right away. Yeah. Let's do the first one together. We'll get through this. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll but cross I also this think bridge. it's just like customer is always right. Like you shouldn't argue with them. It should be. Hey, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you wanted. So, can, exactly. I, can I just show you? Okay, so that was your sponsorship of the week. Yes. Sponsorship of the week. Well, as, while you're telling the first part of your story, I was like, I don't think we've ever debated Subway or Mr. Sub on here, but I was like, just like Googling some uh, people. It's like, what do you people prefer and so when we're at work 
me and the guys, like Bobby, Adam, and D, not a guy, right? Dana would always be like, let's rank the burgers or pizza in the hierarchy mm -hmm. of like best words. So what is your favorite pizza place? Oh, it's hands, well, it's hands down a tie. <laughs> it's a hands down tie. But wow. Five. Little Caesars. Are you serious? And then, then comes Boston Pizza. What? The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> okay. You can't fall so me for I like would enough. be like North of Brooklyn. Followed by Boston Pizza. I like Boston Pizza better than North of Brooklyn. But any kind of pizza in New York was delicious. Yeah, I love deep dish pizza. Like uh, Gino's East in Chicago, if you're there, yeah. get their deep dish pizza. It's so good. But, I, okay, when we went to Chicago the last time and we went for deep dish pizza the first night, we had to, like, line up outside. Yeah. And then I got in and I got so sick, I ended up puking. Threw up. Threw up all over the bathroom. And then I didn't even get to eat any deep dish pizza. I know, it was a shame because it was really good that night. It's so brutal. Okay, but either way, on themagazine.ca, it's debating whether people prefer Mr. Sub versus Subway on certain criteria. Okay. So the first round one was based on a taste test. Yeah. So... Apparently, Mr. Sub has 24 different types of subs to choose from. Okay. Including assorted cold cuts to seafood, to Louisiana chicken, to Mediterranean. Subway, on the other hand, offers 16 subs. Okay. Such as cold cut combos, sweet chicken, etc. Sweet chicken. So, when it comes to flavors, Mr. Sub has more than enough while Subway stalls at the gate. Damn. So, they gave one point to Mr. Sub. Whew. The next one was a fat fight round. Okay. Who do you think has more fat in their content creation of sandwiches? Uh, it's, again, it's going to be Subway. Okay. So Jared the Subway guy gained a few pounds, yeah. tipping the scales in Mr. Sub's favor. So again, Mr. Sub, healthier for you. Okay. The la next round, menu mealy. So... I don't know what that means, nope. but Mr. Sub, you won't find french fries served at Subway or Mr. Sub, but you'll find a variety of food options besides sub sandwiches, like uh, specialty subs, soup sandwiches, or soup, salads, wraps, cookies. Subway, on the other hand, Subway's menu goes beyond lunch or dinner, selling breakfast sandwiches. Okay. Um, and you can also ditch the bun and make a six inch into a fresh salad. Ooh. So, I guess... Um, whatchamacallit, Subway again just loses since Mr. Sub offers more. Yeah, well, I mean, that's this one magazine's opinion. It's the opinion okay, okay, of myself. Okay, but it's the opinion of the people. So the final quote is, it's based on the bottom dollar, which is more expensive, Subway or Mr. Sub? Subway. Yes. So. Yeah, but just because a lot of people are right doesn't mean a lot of people, just because a lot of people prefer one thing doesn't mean they're right. right. I mean, you could go back in time and look at different leaders. Like, was Fidel Castro right? Because a lot of people believed in him. No. Was, I didn't want to bring up this other guy, but was Hitler right? Hell no. You cannot bring Hitler into a debate about sandwiches. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Just because a lot of people agree with something. It's like, oh, a lot of people say... Um, uh, I don't know. Britney Spears is the best mus musician ever. It's like, no. Or some people would be like, I like the Beatles better than the Beach Boys. Just because a million people like the Beach Boys. Anyways. You see my point. I see your point. That is a tail off of John's sponsorship. But what we got to talk about this week, because so much shit happened. Uh, there's lots of stuff. There's Weed Fest. There's a tank down the street. There's mm -hmm. the parties. There's... Uh, uh, Are you, chronologic or just favorite things? No, we can go chronologic. There's bag construction, boxing fights, Sunday hangouts, fan questions, articles, and whatever cool. else we have. So 
there's a lot jam packed, and we spent like 15 minutes on the on the sponsor. But I, it was entertaining. I thought. Yeah. It almost makes you want to go off on my my other food experience this weekend. <laughs> What do, no, you, you told do, me th- do you want to keep telling your stories? <laughs> Listen, you, you told wow. me specifically. It's like literally we've gone eight seasons, and I think only one season, last season probably, up until this point, we had about a 50-50 banter, whereas all the other seasons prior was John being like, okay, let's tell a story. Okay, so my story is, first, okay, wait, I have to tell you a story. <laughs> first of all, you told me to tell this story on the podcast. And secondly, I thought... I didn't tell you to tell you it told, now. You, I thought, secondly, I'd bang out all my food stories because i get them out of the way. <laughs> so, so you thought that you would put your stories together based on topic. Oh, who wants... Uh, yeah, I mean, I have two food stories. They're real, they happen the same day. I'm not ashamed of it. Okay, go. So the second part of my food story... <laughs> Was we we went it was Saturday we wanted to fuck around with some burgers uh, since we don't go to McDonald's anymore because we had food poisoning listen to yeah. that episode I forget what, what episode that one was but it's from last season mm-hmm. we don't have Acne Burger anymore which is where we used to go to yeah so now you go to Hero Burger and I go to Fresh Burger yeah so I went to Fresh Burger and I had the same problem you had <laughs> for your spon- your sponsorship last week was about food yeah your sponsorship. Yeah, it was tipping where when you put in the debit card or the credit card when you play with the machine, the person stands over and sees that you have you can or cannot give them a tip. <laughs> I had the same problem. This wasn't the issue. Although the lady was peering over at me as I very, like, you could clearly see I was hitting no tip. <laughs> but then the owner of Fresh Burger is making my order, and the lady's like, six ounce Fresh Burger, no cheese. And the guy says to me, half joking, I think, He's like, you know, it's more expensive without cheese. <laughs> I was like, what? In what world do I live in where I get a burger without cheese and it's more expensive? This makes no sense to me. What, what, world? Was, what was your reaction to that? I think I just said, oh. And walked away. Are you serious? I know how to respond to that. Like, what do I say? Like, I don't fuck with cheese. Like, so, like, let's just say if you got, like, if you just wanted a hamburger with buns, would he charge you more money minus the toppings? Apparently, like, yeah, it's it's like cheap. you didn't get lettuce. You owe me two dollars. I know it. It was just threw me off guard. Like I think I don't think he was joking, but the way he said it, he kind of yeah. said it with a smile. And I was like, aren't I saving you money by not eating your cheese? But I think it's also weird, and this is what I don't like about that place is that. It doesn't allow you to build your own burger. Like, he almost says it like, how dare you not eat my pre-made burgers? Right. Kind of thing. And so I, that's one reason why I will never go there. Never? Well, unless you're ordering my burger, but I want cheese. So maybe he wouldn't charge me for the cheese. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah. So that just threw me off guard that my response literally was, oh. And I sat down at the booth. Like, There's my mild-tempered boyfriend. Yeah. See, there, I'm like, I can't maybe have it out with you. Maybe when you turn 30... You're going to become, like, super enraged like the Hulk. Maybe, but I don't think so. I don't feel that different, even though, like, I'm, like... You're not 30 yet. I know. I'm 11 days away. (laughs) But it's not like I'm going to change much from now. Not, like, in 11 days I'm going to change, like, the flip of a switch. Is it scary to be 30? No. Because I'm very happy with my life. Is there anything you would want for when you turn 30? Like, what does that chapter bring for you? I hope it brings full facial hair. What? <laughs> on him. Yeah. <laughs> what? So. I can grow a nice neck beard and I can grow a blonde mm-hmm. mustache, but I cannot Aww. get. So that's hope and here's what that's what 30 brings me. That is 
is hilarious. It's so weird, though, because your dad has, like, a mustache, right? Yeah, yeah, he can grow a full beard. So it's just, like, every guy in your family, like, your cousin Andrew, he can grow one, your cousin Mark, Louie, and all of them. Yeah. Somehow that follicle gene missed you. I'm the lone bald wolf out there. <laughs> as long as you have hair on your head, I'm okay. Yeah, hey, so, hair on my head, none on my back, yeah, so it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so, how, how about you do some talking? How about I start talking? Um, well, I guess after we recorded the last podcast, which was our anniversary, we ended up going out to the keg for dinner to eat the world's quickest steak mm-hmm. dinner. Like, I think we, re- like, friggin', we were probably there for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, we were, we were starving, though. But it was really sweet. The waitress actually gave us, like, a giant piece of cake that we yeah. were, like, we didn't even want, to be fair. Um, but it was really nice that she did it, because she's like, oh, are you guys celebrating anything? And we're like, oh, it's our six-year anniversary, so that was really nice. That she did that for us, but she was like hanging out and joking with us a fair bit. Yeah. Uh, that was the Tuesday. That was Tuesday. Wednesday. I don't know what the hell happened Wednesday. Um, did you go out with people or meet anyone? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's all these days are starting to blur. I don't know if it just feels like John gave me Neo Citrin yesterday. I gave you. I. <laughs> I wasn't feeling the greatest. Yeah. My throat was killing, but I also haven't been sleeping the greatest. So John's like, here, have some Neo Citrin. And we got home late last night from my parents' house for John's birthday dinner with my dad. And we got home at like 10. We ended up chilling because we always like to like hang out and detox after we get home from places. Yeah. My throat was killing. He made me this Neo Citrin. I ended up on the phone with my one of my brothers till about 1230 mm-hmm. that night and then was on my phone reading BuzzFeed with the lights off while you were sleeping. Yeah. And then, so I guess I went to bed at like quarter to one, but I slept in so late today. That's and I was all like, right. Ah, right? It and like we- knocked me unconscious, the Neo Citrin. Yeah, but every once in a while you need just like to have like a knockout sleep where you just take Hangs. hang out, yeah. But um, okay, so I guess like let's just jump to Friday. Yeah, I don't think we Friday we just like went out for dinner with some people. Well, I was gonna say so when if you guys go back and listen to season six of Live at Six O Five, we go on our European vacation, and one of the places that we stopped at uh, was the Vatican when we went to Rome. We did a night tour of the Vatican, which was, like, super beautiful. Um, But it was actually in two days. It's Miranda, our dear friend, podcast friend. Miranda's 32nd birthday. Right. And I ended up meeting up with her to go for lunch. And I brought her a gift that I wanted to get her since that day we went to the Vatican. Mm -hmm. So when we were touring the Vatican, me, you, and her... She mentioned that she wanted a celestial globe. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if any, like, if you guys know what a celestial globe is, but I remember distinctly, like, writing it down in my phone, her being like, oh, you know, I really wanted one of these. And a celestial globe is basically a globe of the universe that shows you the different constellations right. and stuff that lights up. Little did I know, these damn globes are pretty expensive if you want to get a really good one. Right. So I got her, like, I don't even know what kind of car. I got her, like, the Honda Civic of Celestial Globe. Oh, I like Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah, but they're, like, the the low-maintenance, kind of, like, everybody can afford them, like, good cars, like, stable cars. And so... I've been, like, waiting to give her this gift for, like, basically a year. I'm like, man, we're coming to bat. We're going to get her a cool-ass gift. 
So I ended up meeting up with her. We go to this like um, El Bachi restaurant. El Bachi And bar. it was so hot outside. So we were sitting on the patio, surrounded by people. And I bring her a present. Obviously, the waitress is like, oh, it's your birthday. And all of a sudden, she like opens it. And all she reads is like Stella Novella Uh-oh. or something. And she's like, she was so confused when she opened this present. And I was like, okay, hold up. Now I'm like, did I hear her wrong in the Vatican? And did I just get her with you the weirdest gift possible? <laughs> so right. we balanced it out with like an Indigo Chapters gift card. But that was really fun because she was like, holy shit, this is so cool. And I think I, was, I just explained to her, like, I'm like, oh, I remember you saying you wanted this like a long time ago. And I'm like, yeah. it kind of, it's kind of cute to put on your desk at work For and sure. stuff. So I don't know. I thought it was like a really cool gift. You're very, you're very good at... We're both very good at, especially getting creative, fun no, gifts. Not yeah. just getting like a gift card. It's like we'll go out and go that yeah. extra mile because we're pretty much the best people. Do you know what I got you this year for your birthday? Well, two thirds of your. No, gift? I don't even want anything. Never. How am I supposed to know what you got? I've, last year you got me a Subway. Ad. <laughs> the problem. All I, all I wanted was a Subway <laughs> restaurant <laughs> gift card. Is all I needed. The worst is like everybody is like I give me and you put the worst for like relationship gifts. Because sometimes even though some of them are bigger than others, there's always so much thought behind the gifts yeah. we give it's each other. The, it literally isn't the money, it's the thought. It's yeah. just sometimes we end up spending a lot of money, so like, which I don't want you to do for me this no, year. No, no, no. But like, so John's per- got me drums, he bought me a violin, right? Obviously like hockey tickets, concert tickets, it's been amazing. But like, I guess last year for me, for you, and I should have yeah. saved it for your 30th to be fair, but like either way... Um, I was so excited because the podcast started taking off that I'm like, oh my God, I just want to do something really cool for you. So for those of you guys who haven't listened to the podcast, I ended up buying John a 15 second subway video ad that runs at College Street Station. And so it would play every six seconds, and it was promoting the podcast as like. It'd play every six minutes, not every oh, six oops. seconds. <laughs> like a vine. <laughs> might as well have played every six seconds. That'd be for a how, lot of money. For as much as I paid for it. But it was really, really cool because everybody was just like, holy shit. Like, one, I think it's the logistics of how you do it. But then a lot of people are like, oh, this is so, like, different yeah. kind of thing, like something really different to do. So this year, obviously, I got two thirds of your present already. Well, you got me tickets to the hockey game. The playoff hockey yeah. game was was part of the present. Yeah. Which again, I'm like, yeah, I don't need anything other than No, this but gift. it was like one of those. Th- okay, so then there's four quarters Jesus. <laughs> to your gift, right? Um, but yeah, the playoff game is like neither of us had never been to a playoff game. So exciting. I wanted you to have that experience. I also wanted us to win the Suns, but we didn't. Um, but yeah, so I'm so excited to give you the presents this year. Well, they better just be like... Mike and Ike's and Subway gift cards and like a trip to Boston Pizza. Because no. I want to go to Boston Pizza. We're obviously going to go to Boston Pizza. But I should say that John got us tickets to Ones for our anniversary. I did. And then I said, why don't we go to Boston Pizza that day? Yeah, and you also got me an, one of my favorite record, my favorite Built to Spill record on vinyl. Oh, which was Can I awesome. tell that damn story? Yes. <laughs> So, John's a pretty avid vinyl purchaser. And he's also pretty. He's also very pretty. So, um, I wanted for his, the anniversary, because Built to Spill is one of his favorite bands. You've been talking about them a fair bit because I think they're playing the festival at Fort York. Like Roots Festival or something? Yeah, or Turf. Turf, yeah. Or something. Not Roots Festival. (laughs) 
celebrating the movie Roots. Right. Kunta Kunta. Right. So you've been talking about them a fair bit. I love Built to Spill. So I was like, I only know a few of the songs you've played for me, like The Weather and everything. One of my all-time, my all-time favorite lyric is by Guster, and it's Satellite to the Moon, whistling our favorite tune. My second favorite line ever is by Built to Spill called The Weather, and it's as long as it's talking to you, talk of the weather will do. <laughs> don't laugh. I'm gonna. I. You don't see a young John Mal, a young 23 year old John Mal, before we're dating, listening to the weather, thinking like, oh, as long as I'm talking to you about weather, that, that'll, that'll do. That'll do, pig. I'm done. <laughs> Tell your damn story. That's such low standards for conversation. It's no. It means just as long as I'm talking to you. It could be about the weather. It could be about like Noam Chomsky. It's Chomsky. Chomsky. You're a Chomsky. <laughs> His Irish nephew. Listen, I'm what is that? pouring my heart out here, and you're just laughing in my face. So either way, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go buy. The new Built to Spill album is supposed to be coming out on vinyl. So as opposed to going to like an HMV or Sonic Boom, Cost Records usually gets the newest records in stock. So I called ahead and I was like, are you getting the new Built to Spill? This guy is like, yes. Right? I placed an order to say I just need to pick it up before the 28th. And so I get a call on the Monday saying, the record is here, come and get it if you want. So I go over to the place. Unfortunately, I didn't get it in time because something happened Monday night that I just didn't go out. So I ended up picking it up Tuesday. Tuesday. Right? Did I pick, or Wednesday? I don't know. I picked it up not the day, right? But either way, um, what you want to call it, I go there and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up. Uh, the new Built to Spill al- album. The guy's like, you like Built to Spill? And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, my boyfriend's really into them. And I was just like, yeah, you know, they're playing turf or whatever. He's like, have you heard the new album? And I was like, no, I haven't, but I'm trying to purchase it, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's not here yet. And I was like, what? And then I was like, some dude just called me. And he's like, no, it's not out yet. And I was like, what? So then I was like, I could just get you something like Avid Brothers or like an older, like unheard of, like built to spill album. But then I ended up getting you, I can't remember what it's called, No Enemy of Something. Yeah, it's their blue album. uh, It's my favorite album by them. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think it's their second last album. It's very haunting. Yeah, it's it's called There Is No Enemy. And I don't even know, like, it's just a cool album cover. Um, but you know, I, I was so happy to get that. I, um, I like it better than their new album. I've only listened to their new album once or twice, and I like it. I just have to listen to it more. Yeah. You know what sucks was I so desperately today wanted Genuine's Pony to be the band of the week. But now it can't. Now it has to be built to spill. So. Obviously. But we'll talk about why I wanted Pony to be the <laughs> band of the week, because I am obsessed with that song again. So that was... Uh, the majority of, like, I guess, Tuesday to Friday, because then Friday we came home and then we just like chilled out for a bit yeah uh we did a lot saturday saturday was a lot of fun but before we get into saturday i figured why don't we take a fan question Ooh, break things okay. up so i have a fan question here okay how about we get it f- ben in oakville he has a good question this week okay ben in oakville ask what is the earliest memory you have as a child you've asked this one before Sorry, Ben. Ben, have you not heard this? Uh, ben, uh, we can go a different one. Yeah. Mine was watching the Ninja Turtle movie in the basement. Like yeah. Five years old. Okay. George in Winnipeg, you talked about each other's annoying qualities. 
the, the fight of 2015. What's each other's best quality? Aww. Can I say what my mother said? Sure. <laughs> I was talking to my mom today because I called my dad to wish him happy birthday. And then my dad's like, here, I'll pass you to your mom. And the best part about talking to my parents is I could literally go to my parents' house for dinner. We were there for like eight hours, <laughs> right? But yes. then equally call them when we get back to Toronto at 10. Talk, talk to them for another half an hour. Yeah. And then literally today call them after work. And still talk to them again for another hour. Like, Lord knows what happens. But at some point, I was just talking about John, and my mom is like, you know, John just feels like one of us kind of thing. It's like, I never have to worry about you guys. He's so so sweet, so down to earth, and so supportive. So I think from, I don't know why my mom sounds like that. She has a really high-pitched voice. That's how we always do our mom voice. Yeah. My mom, oh, that fast, she's so sweet, <laughs> she's so down to earth. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think what I love about you is just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's not suspicious, <laughs> no. right? But it's just like, I think your best qualities are that, one, you are extremely, like, level-headed, I think, and I think that serves a lot. Like, I think we do balance ourselves out that way. Mm-hmm. But what I love about you is that you're just so free-spirited, kind of thing and just like such a great passion for fun and just like really talented for like writing and stuff like that so I always feel one challenged by you but then always super supported by you well I think I appreciate that it's mm-hmm. very sweet of you, you made yeah. my hands all clammy sweaty, clammy hands yeah yours you have a lot of very good qualities definitely anyone who spends like more than two minutes with you you have like definitely a certain energy that just kind of rubs <laughs> off on people like it's not Slimy. No, I was going to say, probably just like your passion is probably your best quality because mm-hmm. you're very passionate and you give 110% in whatever you do and you're always, you always look out for other people's like well-being, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And uh, I also like, I think you're very passionate and just, you're also just a winner. Like you, whatever Aww. you do. You, so you might say my passion's not a problem. No, of course not. I think <laughs> I, I don't want to be around people who aren't passionate about things. That's yeah. how you get ahead and have fun mm-hmm. and live life. You got to be passionate to live this life, right? Bougie. So that was a good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't so know. So sappy. So sappy. I know. Let's, uh, how about, uh, do you have a news article or do you have a, do you have a question or something? I have a question. Sure. What would be, if we started dating, what would I be? I think we have started dating <laughs> for about six years now. If, okay, if we were dating for six years, but I had, like, a secret, like, confession to make. Yeah. And it was that I was, like, secretly chain smoking outside. Yeah. And doing, like, really intense drugs. Would you still date me? Uh, intense, I'd almost break up with you more over smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes than serious drugs. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, the serious drugs, I mean, what are you on, like, crystal method? Then it's like, I want to get you to rehab and just, like, oh. help you out. But if you're, like, chain smoking... Yeah. What happens I, if it was, like, our, so our new neighbors are, like, serial potheads? Yeah. Right? Um, what happens if I was equally on the balcony? Like, I'm smoking, smoking the grass every day? Yeah. We wouldn't be dating. We wouldn't last six years. Because, like, oh, maybe it'd be fun for the first four yeah. weeks or something. But then yeah. be like, I don't want to hang out with someone who's just, like, not with it all the time. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, so... I also think smoking's disgusting. Like, I don't... I don't know why... In 2015, anyone who was born in the 90s upwards mm-hmm. should not be smoking at all because right. it's like you start smoking like the 40s 50s 60s you don't get you don't understand oh, i didn't know there's cancer this and that right even get the 70s and 80s it's not like out there as much but if you're born even like us in the 80s 
but mainly people in the 90s, like, what are you smoking for? You know it causes cancer. You know it turns yeah. your teeth green. You lose your jaw. So I, I just think smoking is disgusting. You smell bad. So okay. what would you do if one day I came out to you and said I was transgender? Like, Bruce? Oh, my God. We never spoke about the Bruce Jenner story. I tell you. Oh. I, I have very imp- uh, big news for you. What? The Kardashians are doing a two-day special event reacting to the Bruce Jenner story. No! I believe it's next Sunday, Sunday and Monday. No. I just found out the Kardashians, Chris, Kim, all of them are sitting down talking about it. With Diane Sawyer? No, on E. Oh. See, this is my one problem. Bruce doing his thing like on 60 Minutes, whatever the show was with Diane Sawyer, that, I don't think that's like exploiting or whatever. Yeah. Like that's him... Everyone, like, it's been the tabloids. This is him finally setting the record straight. Mm-hmm. When I see that the Kardashians are doing a two-day event about it, I'm like, that's exploring. That's them getting, like, Oh, yeah, completely. Because it's like, oh, yeah, all they have to do is tweet out, like, we love and support him. Yeah. Bruce had his time to, like, go out. Yeah. And, anyways, you tell me what you so, thought. So, okay. So, oh, my God. Okay. So, I think in previous episodes this season and last, we were talking about the whole thing of, like, Bruce Jenner changing and um, becoming, changing, like, gender identity and becoming a female because you always felt like he was one. Yeah. Which is totally fine. John and I both watched the two-hour Diane Sawyer, much like the rest of the world. Yeah. The special two Fridays ago. But when we were commuting to Ottawa or coming back from Ottawa, one of the questions I asked you and Sean was if your girlfriend um, came out to you and said, yeah, I feel more like a guy could you still continue to date them? Exactly like John's question just to me. And you guys both an- answered honestly. I think you. it wasn't even that. I think you said if you met someone or went on a date, because we saw a catfish where this happened. Oh, yeah. You said, would you date someone who's transgendered? Right. And I said, I'll, I'll be their friend. I'll support them. I'll be there for them. But I, I don't think I could... I wouldn't be able to date someone. So if it was a guy... Uh, uh, anyway, we got this. if it was a guy born a boy but had the surgery to become a girl, right? I don't, I wouldn't be able to. I would, if they're a great person, I could be their friend and hang out yeah. with them. I would do that, but I wouldn't be able to. I don't think I would. Be, yeah, I don't think I would. I, I don't think I could get past romantic feelings, yeah. kind of thing. Um, so yes, yes. So the answer is no. No. <laughs> so yes, the answer is no. Yes. But um, it was very interesting. Like I was, I was super proud of the guy, and I thought so. I, it was like, really sad to hear like some of the stories, like. I didn't know about too, like just hearing about how like people get hurt and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that, that's the worst out. part. It's just yeah, you shouldn't. People shouldn't be physically attacking you mm-hmm. based on like the color of your skin or like what your sexual preference no. or like how you identify. That shit. That's just that's not gonna go away yeah. anytime soon, which is. But I completely dumb. agree with you. Even though we like John and I watch a lot of like really intelligent programming, but we will also couple it with like hockey wives and the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. Um, I do it. think it's like really exploitive that they're doing a two-hour event. A two-day event. Two I don't day know. They event. can both be two-hour. That's hour. so freaking ridiculous. Uh, but no, it's just crazy too because they're going over like he was like the best like back in the '70s when he won the Olympics. He was the biggest athlete in the world, and he was saying like you know when I won the gold medal for the decathlon, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I was just ashamed that I mm-hmm. just felt like an imposter. This and that. Yeah. Like, wow, it's crazy to think here's this like big macho totally athlete and just like you don't you don't know what people are going through sometimes so no and i think that's a really interesting thing to say because it's like you never know what they're going through but like i felt like there were some questions i felt like diane sawyer just wasn't asking yeah and then i like i think i can't remember them now like i had like really targeted questions 
that I was like, why isn't she asking this? There's only, like, ten minutes left. But the one thing that she did ask was she's like, do you identify yourself as gay? And that yeah. kept coming up. Yeah, she wouldn't get off that topic. She wouldn't get off of it. And I was like, okay, dude, the guy has clearly said, no, he doesn't. He likes chicks. Right? And he's, yeah, he likes chicks, but he's... Because he thinks, because he identifies as a woman, he still doesn't consider himself gay. So no. it's like, just get off it. Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, move on. But the weird thing was, was that because he, like, is a serial marriager yeah. kind of thing, obviously, you, if you're attracted to women mm. still, but you identify yourself as a woman, yeah. this would just, this is more of a question. Mm. Would you then become categorized as a lesbian mm-hmm. because you are then obviously marrying and yeah. more than likely gonna end up having uh re what is it called re surgery what is it called when you change your parts uh when reconstructive surgery reconstru- yeah i guess so so either way i was just like he's not gay but if he does go through everything mm-hmm. does that not make him well it's it's I think he said, like, sexuality is a mind state, and I don't know, I, I really hope <laughs> my parents are listening to me say sexuality. You said borrowers on his thing, you just said like, talking about big, bitties. giant dicks and big <laughs> bitties and stuff like that. Anyways, so that was... Shout out to Bruce Jenner. Anyways, but yes, okay, so Saturday, though. Jesus. Saturday was a lot of fun, it was, like, the first really, really good uh, weather day. That's, like, a weird sentence, yes. that doesn't make sense. Uh, why don't you tell them what we did? <laughs> I, I collect my thoughts. So I think the the sad part is is that okay in the morning John made an awesome pancake breakfast, but then oh, I was okay. like, why don't we go play in the park and go play catch because we haven't played catch in a while. So I, actually, I was just gonna say it leads into stuff. You wanted to go play golf, oh, but yeah. the city's a fucking mess and it's a piece of shit. Yeah, we couldn't do that. Be- so well, Toronto is the worst. Like I only kind of feel like we should just move away for like. The entire summer sometimes because there's so much construction on two highways that lead you right into our city and then the subway system is always under construction on the weekends yeah you know and so it's just so ridiculous so we're like why don't we go golfing but the golfing range that we usually go to or the driving range rather is only accessible by car for the most part it's yeah. so hard to walk there there's no street cars. Then we're like, oh, we could even if we rented a car to try and go to the one out of the city, we can't even get out because they closed down the gardener for mm-hmm. construction or there was a marathon going on. Yeah. So either way, I was like, screw it. Why don't we just play catch and go outside and play at Queens Park? So the funny thing is John's getting ready. I'm in the family room and all of a sudden I hear a knock at the door. Oh, yeah. And so it's our neighbors who live across the hall and like they're like moving a couch I assume out of the their apartment, but they're like wedged in between like the exit sign, their door and our door. And I felt so bad. So the guy was like, Oh, can we just like open your door so we don't scratch your door? Which I yeah. thought was really nice. Very to nice of them. Um so they're just like moving out their furniture, which sucks because now we're gonna get a new set of neighbors across the hall and these ones have been really good to us. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope we don't get, like, a family or, like, some old yeah. crotchety bitch or it's, something like that. The good news is, though, is that your birthday will still have the same neighbors. So Halloween will be the wild card. Well, we might just have to go out for Halloween. Then. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. But um, we went to go play catch, and we're in Queens Park, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, is there, like, a wedding going on? Yeah, like, why are all these people, like, coming up and, like, coming to the hill or the park <laughs> yeah. or this or that? I was like, uh, it looks like a lot of, like, burnouts and, like, hobos and, like, hippies and shit. And I was like, as we're playing catch, I realized, I remember seeing on Twitter that that 
day was going to be the the weed march, Would, the marijuana. The, like what? Okay, wait, so what was four twenty then? <laughs> so four twenty was a weed gathering. Do you know what four twenty actually is? Like the sniff day. So four twenty, the myth that happened was, uh, whenever it was, like high school kids would all smoke weed at four twenty because. It's the time between when you've done school and before your parents get home is when you. That's can, what it is. That's the, it's the time like four like if you finish school at three thirty, you get home <laughs> at four. Your parents are done at five. Like the time to smoke weed is at four twenty. That's the idea, and then. On that's act- like the dumbest thing. Yeah, it's stupid, and then mm-hmm. the the idea is on April twentieth. That's four twenty. That's the international. Like everyone gathers and just smokes weed, whatever. Okay, but the protest or no? The no, it, wasn't a, it was just a, it was just a march. Like people just who support weed just went for a walk down Toronto. And smoked weed. This is your. Hey, don't look at me. I don't like. I'm not participating in this shit. The funny part was was that our actual apartment didn't smell, so guaranteed our neighbors were probably They're in the purr. Um So it's just funny. Here you and I are playing catch, and then there's all these like hippies and stoners and burnouts. They're just yeah. like their pot flags and like their their uh, rainbow like color tie dye shirts and shit like that. And so I think my favorite part is like John and I always pretend. We're actually in like major league baseball and I'm a pitcher and he's the back catcher and that's like superstar inning with like the best like all-star team playing and I have to like strike them all out. Bottom of the ninth World Series. Yeah, see if you win the World <laughs> Series or not. So I'm pitching to John and out of nowhere this guy like hobo some... weed head comes walking by. Yeah, and this is like exactly how he sounds. He just walks by me and he's like, ah, she really likes baseball, doesn't she? <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's pretty good. He's like, yeah, I know she is. <laughs> like, All right, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore, you old burnout. So, it was so funny. It was just like, were you at all nervous that somebody was like going to offer us a joint or something? Uh, I wasn't. No, I wasn't worried about that. I just we always like bring a backpack to put our shit down. I was just worried someone's going to yank our shit. Like that one time, Sean made us go to like friggin' the oh, ghetto park, the hobo park, and the yeah. hobo kept eyeballing our bags and ba- <laughs> baseball bats. Yeah. But yeah, it's the one thing is like weed burnt, like weed guy people. They yeah. don't make me nervous. They're like the no. they should be the, the calm, temper, chill, the mild yeah. temper. If it was like a. Uh, a cocaine convention then i'd be like yeah i'd be worried i think the crazy part is is that so we're at the park we come home and our friend matt who lives in our building and work with us he was like he sends me a snapchat and it's like a giant tank of like two tanks going down past our street down young street like turning on college and he's like where are we and so then i sent him a snap of the weed parade thing yeah and so i was just like i was like how is this all happening within a block of each other so there was tanks protesting the baltimore riot here i feel stupid here i am protesting my subway my mr sub order i'm like oh there's actually real problems going on around the world (laughs) so like the baltimore riot the tanks and like different protesters were um, actually demonstrating for the police, uh, Freddie Gray, um, murder, I guess, if you will, homicide. Um, but then, yeah, then the weed parade was happening literally a block over at Queens Park. So it was just like, this city was like chaos on Saturday afternoon. It was ridiculous. And somehow it's always all happening around our area. I know. It's like the one time... Every time I would go to the gym, I stopped going to the gym on Saturdays because every time I'd come back, there'd be a parade going down Young Street. <laughs> I couldn't cross the street. I'm like, the hell am I supposed to do in like, well, my sweats? And that's the thing, though. We were like, we we're so adamant. I was like, John, I think we should go because what happens if we can't cross the street? Yeah. Which would have been the time if we left later, would have been the time the tanks were coming. So exactly. we wouldn't be able to cross the street. Ridiculous. So Saturday afternoon. 
Saturday afternoon is what happened with me in the subway. Right. But I was going to say, let's leave Saturday night for a bit. Let's let's do a, let's read an article because Saturday okay. night was a lot of fun. I have okay. an article I think you're going to like. I think okay. you'll pique your interest because I know you, uh, you're, you like uh, fat documentaries and like Whoa. health stuff, right? So much. So a suburban Denver four-year-old came home from school disappointed uh, with untouched Oreo. Why am I reading this? <laughs> I love, this is okay, this is my only comment what? about how when we do like articles and stories is that I'll like paraphrase because I feel okay. like I've already read the article whereas the last time you read to me the article and it was like hard to follow. Okay, I'll just so paraphrase. paraphrase it. <laughs> A four-year-old kid fr- came home from school sad. No, because, that's you reading it. No, <laughs> they said disappointed. I said sad. <laughs> anyway, she came home with her cookie still in her bag. Okay. Because um, she was at school and the preschool. <laughs> you can't let me tell you this damn story. Tell me without looking at it. What happened? A kid was at school. A four-year-old kid was at school, and they, for lunch she was going to eat an Oreo. And then her teacher thought she had Oreos, and she wouldn't let her eat it. And she put a note in her bag saying that this isn't healthy for your kid. You should only pack, like, apples and, like, fruits. Are and you so she serious? Wasn't, she wasn't allowed to eat her cookie, and she left a note for her parents. Did the teacher eat the cookies? No, no one ate the cookies. Wow! So I was going to say, what do you, what are your thoughts on being, the teacher being like, no, you're not allowed to eat this, and to hear, tell your parents to fuck off. Wow. Well, I got a good article for you. How, was the teacher fatter? No, I don't was know. It, I, was a kid fatter? The kid was just four years old. Oh. No deeds, I don't know. I, I'm not allowed to read the thing. What? Was there any other mention of what the rest of her lunch was? Uh, she also had a sandwich and cheese and that the school took things too far. She had a sandwich and cheese and a cookie, an Oreo cookie. Okay. To me, okay. I think knowing the other elements of the lunch is important. Yeah. So knowing it was a sandwich and cheese, which are healthy mm-hmm. for you, allows you to have said cookie. And cheaper if you get cheese. Exactly. According to the guy from Fresh Burger, fuck so, off. Fresh I think Burger. that is okay. Um, I think that teacher did take it too far. I think it's like, I used to love watching, when I was living in England, they had Jamie Oliver's school lunches. Yeah. And I used to watch it all the time with my roommates, and it would just watch different schools, like, giving younger kids, like, in elementary schools and kindergarten and stuff, full-on chocolate milk every day or, like, strawberry yeah. milk. And, like, uh, little pizzas and things. And I think that's, like, super unhealthy. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, I think this teacher took it too far because that cookie was just one element of a healthier lunch. Exactly. Kind of thing. I think it should be, like, let the kid eat the cookie today. Like, you can send the note home and tell the parents. Yeah. But don't deny the kid eating. Like, what if the kid yeah. is hungry as balls or something? But I also think it's also, like, if that teacher wanted to set a better example, she should have bought, like, a, bu- a bowl of grapes for the class. Don't, like, I think singling out a kid is never the right thing to do. No. I think setting an example for everyone is better. Definitely. See, that wasn't so hard, right? No. I to got, paraphrase it versus reading it to me? I got one more article, then we'll get to Saturday night. What was the article? So. <laughs> I literally take, you know why I'm only saying this? Because there was that one class from my class last semester um, where my teacher forgot to print out the articles we were having to study from. Yeah. So instead of just like paraphrasing it, she literally read to us an eight page article. And I'm like, I'm not absorbing anything you're saying. Okay. Not to say that you are the exact same way. Cause you're way more of an animated reader, mm-hmm. but I feel <laughs> not today, not today. Go. A high school student was <laughs> <A> high school. <laughs> <A> high school. <laughs> oh. 
A high school student was suspended for five days because he strapped a fake bomb to himself to ask a girl to prom. No! You know in, like, the States, people, like, kids are really elaborate when they do, like, ask people to prom. They, like, yeah, remember we saw it at one of Beth's shows? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a promposal, it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's what it says there. So, mm-hmm. the kid's Middle Eastern, and he said he thought it would be funny to play on the terrorist stereotype. Are you serious? So, yeah, he was suspended for bringing a fake bomb to school as, like, a proposal. What are your thoughts? Not good. Obviously. This <laughs> so, kid an idiot. That is ret- Did the girl, what did she, how did she I, react? I think she said yes. <sighs> This is what's wrong with that generation. Like, I know... Okay, old man. Old woman. Honestly, like, it it boggles my mind. And to any younger listeners, like, okay, I think promposals are ridiculous. Let's just say, okay, I know you... I think we both said our prom stories. Yeah, I went by myself. Oh, really? Well, to be fair, the guy I wanted to go with, he was in a younger grade than me, so I would have to ask him. And then I chickened out so much. Cradle robber. Obviously, wow. uh, you're younger than me. <laughs> so, anyway, stop! You give me my phone. Yeah, I will. Right. So the guy that I wanted to ask, right? I got so nervous, even though he knew I wanted to ask him. I just never asked him in time. Right. Right. And then he couldn't go. So then Chris, our dear friend Chris, asked me to go to my prom. Really? Right. Which was really sweet. That's nice. So, um, either way, that was how prom asking proposals went. I think putting on anything that looks similar to a bomb or bomb, a gun, gun or, or anything a knife or a switch one, makes you look super ignorant to what's going on in the world right now, but also equally stupid that that girl said yes. Yeah. I think is just like that's what gets you going like mm-hmm. ah! right? Yeah. So what did he get suspended? Yeah, 5 days. That's it? That's it. Well, it wasn't a real bomb. I think it's a pretty good, pretty fair assessment. It's like, wasn't a real bomb. It just showed, like, he's an idiot. He shouldn't have done that at all. But I don't. in this day and age, when there's school shootings and yeah. stabbings and bombs. But it's also, and, like, I think, and this would, I would just take it a little bit further. If he said, he, you said he was Middle Eastern. Yes. People are also ignorant of that. It's like, why are you perpetuating a stereotype? I'm like, if you ended up having some, like, super, like, white supremacist, catholic person running around being like that kid was probably like just like acting as like a facade to like do the real thing at some point because you got away with it once right you make yourself a target i don't know i think that's ridiculous me too (laughs) so how about we get into saturday night craziness Okay, so as we said earlier, it is our dear friend Miranda's 32nd birthday. And so it was awesome because she always loves to go dancing and stuff. And we were actually like, when we were walking to go to the streetcar, we were trying to figure out what have we done previously for some of Miranda's birthdays. We've gone to like the ROM. Yeah. We've gone dancing at other places. Chronologic. Chronologic and stuff. So this time we were supposed to go to the boat to go dancing. And initially go to uh, Trinity Commons Bar in Kensington yeah. for the pre-drink. We ended up uh, doing the pre-drink at the supermarket, which, which I remarked, I last time I was here, I had no shirt on, and <laughs> I don't think I've ever been inside this club sober. No, and so I think it's just so weird to be like, we showed up to the bar, we didn't drink anything at our house before we left, 
we get to the bar, they're all on like the covered patio area. And it's so weird to not be at the supermarket in costume. Cause we always, like that was our staple for like Halloween. So our friend DJ Dahlia mm-hmm. would DJ there. So that's just always where we went to. So I've always only showed up there intoxicated like 11 at night <laughs> in costume. The last time I showed up, I just had no shirt on and danced on stage like a go-go kid. Right? So I think it was just super funny. And so we're getting there. And it was kind of like we were out of sorts. Like, I equally remember this, like, one time we a bunch of us went there. And this girl in a dolphin costume was trying to hit on one of our friends. And then she was, like, trying to make out with them. But then nothing was happening. We all, me and Ferris, go to the bathroom. And much like most, like girls bathrooms the lineup is huge so we're in line and all of a sudden we see the dolphin chick in the sink and she's like peeing in the sink and so like those fond memories john naked on stage essentially like all of us just running around that one year we broke the banquettes dancing on it are like my memories of supermarket so it was fun to just hang out and pre-drink there yeah uh, Sean and Tesla came with us as well, yeah. which is great because I love it that like our groups of friends are just hanging with groups of friends now. And uh, Chris and Becca were there. Yeah, it Marta. Was, it was great, a lot of fun. And so I, I had a conversation with Sean and Tex earlier in the day, be like, "Well, you do know tonight's the big fight night, Manny oh. Pacquiao against uh, <laughs> what's his face Mayweather." Mm-hmm. And uh, like a month and a half ago, I remember asking him and Tesla and you guys being like, "Oh, would you guys be interested in watching the fight like on pay per view here?" Because I know you don't know much about boxing. No, I actually thought it was wrestling. Truth be told, I don't think anyone knows or cares about boxing, but this, everyone who's listening pretty much knows about the fight. Pacquiao against Mayweather. They're the only two boxers going now that anyone knows or cares They're about. They're called or something. Uh, wel- welterweights. Yes. They're like the smaller people. Yeah. But uh, and they, was a, they were supposed to fight for years, and that last or Saturday night was the first time they're ever gonna was the first time they're gonna fight each other. It's mm-hmm. a big deal. Like everyone knows about that. Whatever. So Sean, Sean and I are texting, being like, "Oh, should we maybe try and sneak out and go to a bar for a bit, to mm-hmm. try and watch this thing, whatever?" So meet up, and I'm talking to Sean. And he's like, "Oh man, I saw people have been lined up to get into bars since like six in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. The fight was supposed to start at midnight, earliest twelve, more likely like twelve thirty in the morning." So like, oh shit, and we're in Kensington, which is kind of like a hipster area. <laughs> Where you guarantee nobody there is into sports. No one's into sports. So we're trying to figure out like, okay, maybe we'll sneak out a bit at like midnight and yeah. try to find a bar or whatever. We'll play it by ear. So we had that yeah. on tap as well. And uh, no, it was just fun to like catch up with everyone and have some drinks and just like hang out supermarket yeah. and not have to like dance on stage without a shirt on. No. So we make our way to the boat and I haven't been to the boat in like seven years. And it's really funny because the last time... I went to the boat was the same day Chris went to the boat. And so we just remember it being so hot in there and there's like zero ventilation. So like, I don't know about you, but I immediately felt like when we got into line there, I was like, okay, we're waiting in line, we're waiting in line. And then you walk up the stairs. Did you not feel the temperature difference once you hit like halfway through? Like there was no fucking ventilation in that place. And so we're dancing. It was pretty chill. Like the music was great. It was it was great. Like it started off, it started off with disco music, which I love. Like yeah. they were playing ABBA, they were playing. It was just like straight seventies disco, and it yeah. made me wish that it was actually like nineteen seventy five, and I could be in like bell bottoms and a fro and dancing around <laughs> with your shirt off. Stage. My shirt off, yeah. But it just made me laugh when I saw the DJ. The DJ was like a tall, lanky, bearded hipster with like old dad glasses from the nineties. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this DJ like 
I call them DJ's air quotes. All he really did was have an iPod iPod, iPod playlist and just hit next, next, Yeah, right? I think that was the only thing, and it was the same thing as, like, the last time we went to Clinton's. It's just, like, these new age DJs who just have their iPod or, like, a MacBook, and they just hit next yeah. on their, like, um, iTunes playlist. Or It's a little annoying because you're not going to hear mixes of songs. You literally hear the entire song play, yeah. and then sometimes there's, like, pause yeah then you go to the next one and so like while it was awesome to hear like all of these like 70s and 80s gems and stuff yeah like there's not that like dj dahlia element where it's like mixing and like whatnot yeah so eventually we all move on the stage start dancing and all of a sudden a song came on that i've never heard in a bar or a club in like my whole like existence are you serious you're like obsessed and as soon as it came on, I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with the Magic Mike Two trailer or Magic Mike XXL, but Genuine's Pony came on, <laughs> and it, you all know the beat. It's just like, and I was like, oh my god, this is like the best song in the world. And everyone just started. Everyone like kind of went crazy for it. Like yeah. the whole crowd reacted to it. Yeah. And I just remember being like, oh, I fucking love this song. And I just started like slowly like dancing. And, <laughs> I, I think I started like at the end of the song just dance in slow motion yeah. to it, like the end of a music video. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I instantly have to go home and download this yeah, song. Yeah, you've been like talking about that song all weekend. Well, I was all excited to make it like the band of the week. Which but is so ridiculous. Did Genuine have any other song? He did. Is there any room for me to get in those jeans? <laughs> you sure that's not R. Kelly? No. <laughs> like, that's basically his only song. He has a song called In Those Jeans, which I quite like. See, I wanted to hear Genuine followed by Blackstreet. Oh, no diggity, no yeah. doubt. That would have been like the best. See, if we had an actual DJ, they would have gone back to back with those tracks. Yeah. What I might do is I might just put in the intro to Genuine as I did that. Bwow, <laughs> bwow. Uh, so My th- other favorite, though, that played, um, and Sean Batiman made a comment. But, but, but. So, like, the opening lick to Edwards in Paris comes on, and it's like that time we went to, like, Ferris's house for, like, some house party, and Maddie played, like, some, like, name that tunes game or whatever yeah. off her iPod, and it was, like, literally not even the first lick to a song. It was, like, the first friggin' note of, like, Miss Jackson. Oh, Miss Jackson, Came yeah. on, and John's like, oh, outcast Miss Jackson, right? And we're yeah. all like, how the fuck did you know that? I murked those things. <laughs> right? But, yeah, the opening beat to um, Edwards in Paris came on, and everyone just went crazy. They all went crazy, and then they all kind of, like, looked, looked at, at you. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Right? The uh, last time you performed this was in France. I was in France <laughs> for Lillian's wedding. and At a house in Provence. In a Provence. And, yeah, so it's like I've done it a few times at hip-hop karaoke. You've done it with me at hip-hop yeah. karaoke. I've done it at weddings in France. Yeah. So it's like... Why are we always on a stage when this I happened? I don't know. <laughs> but it's just funny. People know it, like, as my song. Yeah. So as soon as it came on, everyone was kind of, like, looking at me, and I'm, like, rapping along. Yeah. I don't have a microphone or anything. It's no. just all of us like in a circle. Totally. And people are like going crazy. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. So that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, Sean was just saying, he's like, I never knew this song before. He's like, you made this song so popular. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Kanye West and Jay-Z <laughs> made it popular. I don't do as good a version of it, but I do do a pretty entertaining. You do do a very entertaining. But yeah, yeah I felt like we were, we stayed till about two Yeah. there. And to me, it was also like... We were probably there for like three hours. Yeah. But I felt like I only heard like six songs. 
Well, it's because the DJ's playing like an eight-minute version of like, you know, I don't know. What was some... that other song that was in the It's Always Sunny episode when we came home and watched? Oh, shit. Yeah, there was a, the other song. It was like a disco song that as soon as it came on, like, I had to download this song again as well. It, and because I got you into Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia now. Uh, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. So I have it, sa- I have it saved in my Shazam. It is uh, Let's Hear It for the Boys. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let's hear it for the boys. Here. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boys. Let's hear it for the band. I have to just play the. I have to, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> the opening. Li- oh, it's. There's this episode of Sunny in Philadelphia where they're just dancing to it. It's like Frank and, and all those guys are dancing to it in a bar. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> but it was so funny. Chris is like, Chris is notorious for literally like ad living songs. He has no idea what the lyrics are to. So his wife, Becca, who's like so awesome, she's like, What the fuck are you singing? Yeah. Right? And he's like, I don't know the lyrics. And we're like, What do you think they are? And he was like, Can't remember what he said, but it was about birds, I think. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. So we're like, No, it's let's hear it for the boys. And like, oh, let me hear it. <laughs> this isn't it. I was like, this is not the song. That's not it, sorry. What the fuck was that? Uh, sorry, guys. So, anyway, so that was so funny, but. Oh, you got it? Yeah, the, as soon as this beat comes on, I went. We're all I, like. I lost my shit because I just, like, <laughs> this part right here. No. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But this is so, like, sounds so 80s. But it's, this is 70s. I know, it's 70s. I'm dancing to it now. <laughs> John's we, such a weird soul. We might have to call this episode Let's Hear It for the Boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, that's They'll it. never understand why until they listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it was so funny. So I actually was like, that whole night too, even though I had no idea about the wrestling match. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Between Mayweather. And Pac-Man. Pac-Man, right? I was like, yo, Chris, I'm going to bet you that the, it's not going to go to the end, even though I have no knowledge about how boxing... So you thought someone would get knocked out. Yeah, I thought somebody would get knocked out. So, basically, yeah, so uh, you made a bet with Chris. He said he would go the full 12 rounds would be, would be a decision. Yeah. Which means the referees decide... No, that the, sounds such sorry, like a lame answer. The, the judges decide, and that's a good point. A lot of people think boxing's fixed, because a lot of times it's like people win by judges' decision, where it's like, that guy clearly... No, killed. it's the same idea as for hockey... In regular like regular season, doing shootouts, it's like it's not a mark of a game. So what was the bet you and Chris? Made? I oh, made like, yeah. that a five dollar bet with Chris, saying that it wouldn't go to the decision yeah. round. It would get called somewhere before that. Somebody would get knocked out. So uh, Sean and I thought the the match, the boxing match, started at twelve thirty. Around at like twelve o'clock, he like shows me the phone time. Like okay, we're still dancing. You know the thing was, I was yeah. having so much fun dancing. Yeah. I'm like fuck. Uh, so 12.30 comes around, he shows me the time again, I'm like, okay, we're thinking about, like, actually leaving. Yeah. And then I, I'm like, let me just check Twitter, and I check Twitter to see if the fight started at midnight, so I'm like, there's no point in leaving now, because nah. we won't make it in time. So, uh, you okay? <laughs> what? what? Okay, so, this is my favorite part, even though we've spoken about Kardashians earlier, like, our friend, uh, Rebecca Breezy, she texts me, she's like, 
Kim's Met dress is so cray. <laughs> and then it's like, but also a little bit of a ripoff of Beyonce's from 2012. Oh, no. <laughs> like, now I need to see the dress. Okay, <laughs> like, keep going. Sorry. So anyway, so we're all, I'm basically just on Twitter giving people like the play-by-play. And all I see on Twitter is like, this fight sucked. It's so boring. Yeah. And the fight ended up going uh, the full 12 rounds. Yeah. It was a decision. Mayweather won by decision. And so now, since you lost, we actually recorded the yeah. moment when you lost, and then we have another 605 remote. For, live from the boat. It's that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Welcome to another edition of Live at 605 Remote. I have a boat with John for Miranda's birthday. We're listening to Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. It is also the night of the Merryweather other guy fight. Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao fight. <laughs> And you lost. You thought someone would get knocked out. So right now I'm handing off my $5 bet to Chris. Damn. I cannot buy Mike and Ike. Oh, come on now. But I will listen to Katy Perry. And you guys missed us. We rapped N-Words in Paris by Jay-Z Kanye West again. <laughs> it was very fun. It's very hot and sweaty in here. So we're trying to get as much air as possible. I'm going to hand off my $5 to Chris. I just won because Val doesn't know how many rounds there are in a boxing match. Literally, Val's like, wait, is this wrestling or boxing? And I'm like, you know what? I will take that bet with Val. Whatever. Boo, bitch. Boo, bitch. Take that six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Damn. <laughs> I'm always impressed by the audio. This one might be a little loud, so. Yeah, I think what Katy Perry's on Katie in the background. Katy Perry is. It wasn't Dark Horse, though. It was no, it was her Teenage, teenage dream. dream. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so that was Saturday night. Then we got home. I think we even, like, watched TV a bit or something. No, we watched, we watched Sun- Sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we should wrap this up. Yeah, I gotta go make dinner. So, yeah, that was another crazy week of tanks and dancing and yeah. fighting and all kinds of me getting into arguments. Yeah. We'll be back again next week. We'll figure it out. We'll be yeah. back. You- oh, I should say, though, that Sunday, the city sucks again because we had a commute to go to my parents' house with a chocolate cake and the side fell off because it was so hot because we had to walk. And there's no trains to Union Station, and they yeah. blocked off the garden and all this other bullshit. Such bullshit. So let's end this bad boy with some built to spill. Ooh. So I am going to do the weather because I talked about it. Yes. And Good call. <laughs> not Genuine's Pony, but... No, but it's not like we go to the Mumford & Sons concert and you're like, oh, here's a song by she and him. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> So, it's from their 2001 album called Ancient, uh, Ancient Melodies from the Future, mm-hmm. and it's the weather, and it's it's my one of my favorite songs by them, but the lyric, as long as it's talking to you, talk the weather will do, I'm a sap, whatever, it's Aww. a good line, it sounds better when he sings it, <laughs> so let's get into it, this is The Weather by Built to Spill. Yours was so soothing, though, and seductive. Thank you, and yeah. sensual. Ew. So, Malin Camp, I'm on Twitters and Instagrams. Uh, you can check out my extra blurry Insta collage on Instagram at valgomez 23 And then Facebook.com slash Live605 for pictures, updates, comments, and all that. Peace. Uh, download on iTunes, leave a comment, subscribe, download. Yes, please leave comments, yeah. guys. We know you're all listening. Exactly. So we appreciate the ones who do. And uh, until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Take it easy. Do you
And as long as it's talking with you Talk of the weather will do John Mallon and Val Gomez.